Radio. What's going on, y'all? What's going on? Welcome back to another hot fire. I'm gonna say hot fuego, but that would have been like uh, a quadruple negative as those two things combine and they turn into 16 chapters. I'm just sounding like Kyrie right now. What's up, y'all? Thanks again. Stopping by episode 98 of the Audible Podcast. I'm your host, uh, DeWoody, man. Y'all know who I am, Dusty Woods, uh, the man with the plan, without a Zan, because uh, we are drug-free around here. I wish I still had my death shirt. What's up, y'all? We got a high fire episode. Uh, we're going to talk about some baseball. We're going to talk about some food. We're going to talk about some, I'm going to say Whoppers, even though Whoppers uh, go in with food category. Since Whoppers, we probably, probably just get straight into this. We're going to talk a little fast food domination. We've discussed it in the past before. We're going to talk some, the best burgers, right? So fast food is, is terrible for you, but we're going to talk it because we in America and everybody fat anyway, so it don't even matter. Let's get into it. So, y'all know, I've been getting into a lot, a lot, a lot of baseball, right? By a lot of baseball, I mean for like the last three weeks, I've watched a couple games. Uh, very exciting. Uh, I'm into it. I'm ready to roll, ready to go. I like the playoffs. I've been watching the playoffs. Watched Boston and, and the Red Sox. I want to start from first off. I want to start this off. I know baseball, right? My first jump into baseball was in, I I guess it was 1993. It actually made me want to play baseball. I wish I'd have stuck by that pretty much more than anything because I've uh, just incredible, um, inhuman, almost mutant style uh, tracking ability. So that's why I was so good at baseball. I can see through anything and see anything from anywhere. I can pick mosquitoes. Mosquito wings off are pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, missed out. Told my Achilles in, in 83. So baseball has just been fantastic. Um, I treat it, I treat it like an RPG, right? There's so many variables and there's so many stats, um, analytics. There's so many th- different things that factor everything. Um, the stadiums, uh, there are pitching stadiums. Uh, if you go and play in, in, in Denver, uh, the elevation and the way the stadium build helps hit us. So everybody who go there and when they play Colorado, the run total is always sky high because in that elevation and in that stadium, it's built pretty much just fucking knock out home runs. That's just how I go. When other places, let's say in... Um, I believe the San Francisco Giants. Pardon me, have they have more of a, a pitcher stadium? Uh, so you've got some good pitchers. I haven't learned in full what pitcher stadium encompasses, but I, I assume it's a longer field, maybe, uh, maybe some higher walls, maybe some density, maybe some walls where a, a lot of wind can't get in there and really push the ball uh, a certain way. If you put a big wall at the back. Um, maybe uh, outgoing wind wouldn't help 
batters. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm not sure how it's built, uh, but I've heard that it's a pitcher stadium. I heard some attributes about why it's a pitcher stadium, but it could be a lot more things that I just don't understand. I get accomplished yet because it's been like a, a month of this stuff, but I'm very into it. Um, I'm mad I get it, got into it at the end of the damn season. I wish I'd have jumped in the game one. It is 136 games. Um, I just so happened to jump in like the last 25, <laughs> like the last 25. So, you know, I wish I got a um, a, a little bit better feel of uh, of regular season play and habits and trends of pitchers. And um, because you can get a lot of pitchers that can be in slumps, great pitchers like, uh, for instance, we saw Gary Cole. Um, and you saw with Max Scherzer, uh, these, these kind of really good pitchers, they can get in these slumps where they just getting their ass lit up. It's just, that's just how it is. They're just getting, they're just getting lit up. So, um, you just got a lot of factors, you know, I've all, I, like I said, I always think about it like RPG because you got these type, you got certain type of pitches, you got fastball pitches, you got pitches that can mix it up. You got left-handed batters, right-handed batters, you, you know, it's just so many different, uh, variables. Like I said, with the. But the stadiums, of course, it's, it, it's a lot going on. Uh, one thing I will say is it's definitely a secondary thing. It is not a basketball, football. My eyes need to be glued to the TV2 type of sport for me. Um, it could be more like golf, whereas they'll – I think I will compare it to golf. Where there's so many, the actual sport is very long and drawn out, like the actual game, just like golf is, right? These these dudes hit a line drive for 400 feet, 300 feet, however it go, and then that's just what a couple seconds. Like think about it, the swing from the ball hitting, getting hit to dropping. Let's say it's 10 seconds, rolling, whatever. We spend more time doing the other thing as far as watching them walk into the next thing, watching them prepare to set up the putt or to set up the next hit, to find a right uh, nine iron or whatever. You know, I know a little bit about golf, not that much, but that's what it is about baseball. Everybody already has their ritual. The pitcher got to get ready in a little type of way. They got to wind up. They got to thing. They got to communicate with the catcher. The catcher got to get ready. You got to get in position. The batter got to get all, you know, stretched out. and They got to do their little ritual, do what they do, spit a couple times, however these cats do to umpire. They got to do what they do, too. And and it's just a lot of action, a lot of potential action in the burst. It, it's action in bursts. That's why I think it's a secondary sport for me. Um, sometimes I, you know, I, I be like doing other shit. Like, I can play baseball and play the game perfectly. That's why if I'm playing a game, uh, like I play on a monitor, so I don't have to, you know, the TV and the monitor, I two fucking different things. I could do two different things. When you're playing on a, when you're watching football, right? Like I can watch Red Zone. Red Zone for me, because it's constant action, I don't have to, I could just listen to it and it keep going. But a regular football game, it's just so many things. You got you got a run play. You got a fumble. You got to th- you miss a fumble. You miss it. You miss so many live things. There's so many live things that can go on in, in football. Uh, you miss a touchdown. Like I don't even want to see a highlight of a touchdown. If I'm watching the game live and I missed it, I'm pissed. So 
and and uh, basketball is like that too. It's a lot of back and forth, real quick. Um, and you got to keep paying attention to everything that's going on. And then golf, like baseball, it's so much. It's so how I really explain it. It's so dramatic because everything is just bent upon a guy at bat and a pitch on a mound. Like it's three minutes of everything else. And then when we get there, we got a couple seconds of this hard hitting, hard beating action. And then it's a, a ball one. All right, everybody back up, you know, spit, spit, jiggle around, do something, look around, stretch, walk back to the plate, catch, go back up, maybe some talk and communication, give her some signs, ball two. All right, back up, do all the same thing. All right, okay, strike one. Okay, all right, back up, do all this. Everybody, all four people, empire included, do the, oh, foul ball. Oh, another foul. Like, there's so many dramatic. It's like uh, wrestling. It's like false finishes in wrestling. If y'all know what a false finish is, false finish. And when they say one, two, oh, like it, when it, they kick out, it's just so much action uh, pent in. That's it's exactly how I go. It's so much action pent in to a couple seconds that we don't realize. It's really like. It's probably like 30 minutes of action in total in baseball. The other two and a half hours is is commercials and rituals and, you know, just, you know, standing at the mound, somebody on the plate, discussion time. It's a replay here. Got a fight. That's 20 minutes. Like, it. It's a lot of action, but it's just it's just a uh, it's an explosion of action instead of just long, drawn out action. So uh, football, it's burst can be anything. It'd be a long play. It can be it can be a lot of different things. Um, a run, a pass. Baseball is just those at bats. Uh, so I think that's why I like Jermaine's ball. I like the I like baseball. I like the drama of baseball, uh, but it is not a secondary sport. I can see why. Uh, motherfuckers, listen to it on the radio. On the radio, in the radio. Oh man, if you got the the right uh broadcaster, because he's telling you, but you know, well, he backs up off the plate. Da, 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 da. You know, he's explaining everything you're gonna see anyway. Because watching it actually is boring. Like I don't want to sit and oh, everybody back up. Uh, some dudes playing with his crotch. You got to spit tobacco out. Are these dudes chewing tobacco? Are they chewing gum? What are they chewing? Why do they have to chew? Is this a teat gritting type of sport? Would you, or is this like a, a a nervous energy type of sport to where you need to chew, you need to spit, you need to do things to take off of the the drama of hitting the ball? I'm very confused. I'm gonna need y'all baseball people to uh, to holler at me about this because, like I said, I, I wish I'd have got into it. Uh, way early in the goddamn uh, year. Um, that way I can really see, you know, it's like start watching basketball t- fucking 10 games. You know, you got a lot of teams that are shutting down already. As soon as I'm getting into it, you got teams shutting down, pitchers shutting down, pitchers coming in and great pitchers, you know, they get two innings, three innings because they got the more important playoffs coming in. So I'm only mad I got into it at the, at the, wrong, at the, at the wrong point. Uh, very disappointing for me. So, I like baseball. It's not as uh, 
I think it's a greater secondary sport. Like I said, if you at the ball, if you at the, if you at like a family event with friends, maybe if y'all uh, at a barbecue, um, and talking and engaging is the number one thing that you're doing. I think it will add even more drama and makes ball makes baseball even better to those moments that you're actually paying attention to it because those are the actual only exciting moments in baseball. Now I get why I finally, now I get why I didn't like the shit at all because it's really fucking boring, but just for those couple seconds, uh, it could be as good as, as anything else. Uh, like I said, listen to the fucking radio. We'll be talking more baseball, uh, playoff style, and all this type of good stuff. But if y'all don't want me to talk about it, I don't want to talk about it. It's not that dramatic. I'm just getting to it. I'm a little excited about just getting to it. Like I said, baseball is like a, a thing I should have did. Uh, I should I should be playing baseball right now. It's just I, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I have this excellent magneto type track and Wolverine uh, type track and ability uh, in my retina. So yes, fantastic. Let's move on. Game Pass. I want to talk about this with y'all. It's a lot going on, man. It's just a lot going on. So first of all, let's get into some business. Let's get into some, some some real business. Stop what you're doing. Go to crossthestreammedia.com. Check out all of our podcasts. You got you got sixteen thousand, not sixteen thousand podcasts. We got three beds in a mic. We got the movie gap. Excuse me, my favorite ones right now has been a Dan Erico podcast um, and Dogsman. But three beds in a mic just came out. Uh, it did the oh my god, what was the last episode? Uh, one was I don't want to go to the website, I remember it was Incredible Hulk. Uh, did Incredible Hulk episode. Uh, one before that was about consoles. Um, it's just so many episodes. I, I, I'm I'll be listening to everything. I'm telling you, podcasting is just not podcasting, but listening to podcasts, I think it's just been an excellent time filler, right? Because audiobooks. I don't know what it is about books, like reading books. I'm an excellent reader. I'm not like a... Well, if I get a book, I have a lot of books that I've read, but it takes me a little bit to get to the books because I always... 100% I am going to fall asleep reading a book. 100%. I've never not read a book. Pages, several pages in my casual time, <laughs> on somebody else's time, uh, at school, at work, at my mama house, at anybody else's mama house, if I'm about three, four pages deep, it's Jigglypuff time. Your boy is out. Um, it's, I don't know what it is. So, uh, uh, audio books and podcasts have been great for me. Um, so check out crossthestreamsmedia.com. Uh, we got a lot of podcasts for everybody. If you got my crazy ass on here, you know it's a lot of podcasts for everybody. But let's get back into it. What the hell would I want to discuss less? I didn't know. Game Pass, right? So I've been uh, whining, bitching, and moaning. What? Whining, bitching, and moaning uh, about gaming. 
this entire year, nonstop, no breaks. And it definitely won't stop today. I still have a lot of complaints, but I want to give a shout out to Xbox Game Pass because Xbox Game Pass have been dropping some of the just some amazing, fantastic, quick RPGs. Nice little 20 hours, little 40 hour, little 30 hour RPGs. Take a couple weeks to get through. If you're a real one, it'll take you a week to get through. But um, games like Hades, I'm trying to pull up uh, my list of games right now. Yo. I'm sorry. It's, it's 600 games on Xbox. So uh, my cousin is a madman when it comes to goddamn games. It's 600 on this motherfucker. So uh, it, it takes me a little bit to catch up. Let me. Uh, Get myself together. So, so Hades. First of all, Hades was fantastic. Um, I didn't think I would like Hades because uh, I am not a, uh, I'm not a a hardcore RPG player. Like when people play Dark Souls, when people play. Diablo on hardcore mode. If you don't know what hardcore mode is, hardcore mode is when when you die, you lose all your shit. Like the new Diablo 2 was just dropped. I got that. We're gonna talk about that too. Uh when you die, you gotta go pick up your shit. All your shit is gone. It's on the ground. If you're in the game with other people, unfortunately they can pick your shit up. I made a stick picked up somebody gold. I dropped it because I'm a good person. Uh but yeah, this thing dropped like 10,000 gold and I picked up all of it. I thought we killed it. We killed the boss. I thought we did it. Not a thief. No cat burglar. Y'all know I don't like cat burglars. But Game Pass um, has been putting out fantastic games. I I'm, did not like The Ascent, but it's a good game. Uh, it's just not my style of game. Uh, it's like a, it's it's kind of like Diablo, but to me the the movement is not how I like to move. It's just I'm, I'm sorry, just that's how I am. Dark Alliance, uh, another good game. Uh, if, if you're into RPGs, it's another fantastic game. This game is not uh, free on Game Pass. It's not free. It's $15 a month. But Tales of Arise, somehow, um, somehow we heard this. My cousin heard this. He told me about it. He's like, dog, it's a 10 out of 10 game. Check it out. It's 10 out of 10. I already bought it. Download it. Check it out. It's a ten out of ten game. I'm sure y'all have seen me uh, uh, post videos on it on, on my on my Twitter. Uh, it was not. It's a ten out of ten game. If you if you are familiar with the combat, let's say, because a lot of RPGs like that, and it's so crazy. I'm not even a fan of this type of combat. Like I said, I'm a very excuse me, I'm a very simple RPG player. So. I like turn-based. The reason I don't like the, the newer Final Fantasy VII, the, the remaster, which is crazy because I like this. It's the same you know style. is because it's not turn-based combat, right? I'm so used to turn-based combat because, like I said, I be doing shit. So sometimes I'm rather, I'm, like, if I'm playing the game, right? I mean, I just got home. I mean, I'm probably cooking. I can't cook playing this game. Like, effectively, I'm at the press store and just go sit down somewhere. That's cool, too. But, like, mid-combat, if my food starts sizzling, mid-combat, I'm going to have to play this game out because I'm going to let the food keep it real. I'm not going to die. I'm not going to let the 
down the game. I'm going to go down the game. I'm going to let this bitch burn down before I down the game. That's a fact. But, um, so this is not the combat I, I typically go for. The combat is amazing. The combos are crazy. Um, They penalize you for spamming combos, so you can't just keep pressing X and pressing Y just because it's the fastest. I mean, it's the fastest, uh, uh, hardest hit move that you have. Uh, you can't just keep sweeping people into the air uh, just because uh, it's a move that sweeps people into the air. They actually have to have a, a break or something on their name for you to be able to get to these certain uh, points. Um, you can strategize the team because it's four y'all on the field at the same time fighting whatever you fight. Uh, so you can strategize them to heal. You can strategize them to fight more. Uh, effectively, more more aggressively, uh, more moderately. Don't heal. You can either customize the set and say, "Hey, when you at this much mana, I want you to heal. But when you at this much, I don't want you to heal. Oh, if you at this much, I just want you to do magic. But when you at this much, I just want you to do healing. Or if I'm at this much health, that's what I want you to heal me. Don't heal me. Don't waste the magic. Don't waste the mana. Try to heal me when I'm eighty percent." Wait till I'm 30%. You can set like that too. So you can do a lot of customizable things. Um, and you could probably just do this in other games, but like I said, I'm a real simple RPG player. I'm a I'm a I'm somewhere in between casual and diehard game like I can play a game, a RPG for a criminally long time. Skyrim, criminally long time. I buy it every time. Fallout for all the fallouts, criminally long. But there's certain styles I just can't get into. Um, uh, what is those? Uh, Neo, Sekiro. Uh, like I said, those type of games, those Dark Souls games. It's just a game to me. Like, for real. It's, it's 100% a game to me. Um, and I'm not... I take the... My challenge of gaming comes more from competitive gaming than playing hard games. Like, I see why people play hard games. People do speed runs. Um, anything like that. I get it. Uh, I see. I, I Like, I watch it. I know how Dark Souls look. I know how it plays. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, made by the Dark Souls people. Uh, they dropped on PlayStation. I forgot what the name of that is. I, I, I watch these games. I've seen these games. I, I think those games are really good games. Amazing games. Um, just not really my style. Uh, because this controller will go through the wall. Yes, sir, it will. The controller, yes, sir. I am a controller slamming. Motherfucker, you ever been playing spades and you cutting clubs? And all you got is eight spades left? That's how hard the controller um is slamming into the table or the floor, uh, whichever one uh, I still may choose. So, so props to Game Pass, props to Xbox for keeping it alive. Granted, these are not the games that we were promised at this point. It is October of 2021. PlayStation 5s came out last year. Last year, 2020. Yeah, 20. Xbox came out last year. We still don't have the big games. Repeat. 
We still don't have the big game. Cyberpunk was a flop. I don't care what the sales say. The actual game was a flop because the sales or whatever it is, because people are dick riders anyways. Because that's the same reason Call of Duty is gonna have a lot of uh uh big numbers. That's the same reason 2K Mad has a lot of big numbers because people don't know what to play and they don't want to play new things. So they just play the same thing that they hate and maybe only play for a couple months at a time. Like People legit buy Call of Duty and you know whenever it come out in I guess October, November. And they off that bitch in February, March. Like it's done. So Tales Horizon won't be like that. Um Hades won't be like that. And uh the good thing about them, Hades is like nine gigs won't take up a lot of your your space uh but it will take a lot of your time it's a good solid game and like i said when you when you die you start over you don't start all the way over you do keep some passives um but there's a lot of passes that you have to gain back up just from going back through and naturally progressing through the game and doing different things and taking different avenues uh etc is there any uh good games that i've been playing um this is another rpg i uh found out about about haven't really played it that much Oh, and I don't even remember the, the name. Uh, Diablo 2 uh, was something else that dropped uh, recently. And... <sighs> okay, right? So, I like Diablo 2. I would rate Diablo 2 so far. I haven't played that much of it. I'm like level 25. So, I'm not even close to the actual Diablo experience. 25. The actual close Diablo experience would be like playing 25 fucking hours. 25 days played is the real Diablo experience. So, I haven't gone through anything close to anything. So, I'll put that out there first. But, when this originally dropped, and as a matter of fact, I've never checked that. And I just knew it was a remaster. Because my first Diablo was Diablo... um, Um, three, right? Uh, Diablo three was was dropped on. Uh, I forget what what year it dropped. Is it three? No, four. No, uh, Diablo four dropped in nineteen. No, wait, Immortal Resurrected three. Did three drop in twelve? No, three Reap of Souls, right? So that's my first Diablo. Whatever three was, goddamn it, uh, whatever drops. So 2012, it's my first Diablo. So the first one, the second one, I've never played those. The second was my first time playing, uh, and I love the third one so much that I knew this was a day one purchase, and it was. I bought the $60 one. I didn't even buy the fucking $30 one. I bought the $60 one. I want to make sure I get all my Diablo worth for this shit. If I played this, uh, I'm sure you say, hey, you want to check to see when you came out? This came out in 2000 at first. I would have put my foot from the sole probably to mid hamstrings slash quad 
Um, let's see. Right here. Me. Femur right here. Probably, let's say, from the knee. Not the middle of the uh, quad. A little bit up. Let's say about 35%. Past the, past the knee up to the... All of that would have been directly through the computer and the computer monitor. If I had to play this motherfucking game in the year 2000, I would have threw this shit in the fucking street. There's no way, no possible way a sane person created this game. It is dark. I have a I have a very good monitor. I have a very good TV. The game is dark as fuck. They give you no direction on where the fuck you're going. This is why games are easier. Games like this is why it goes from games like this to one-button combos. Games like this is why we got one-button combos. Because it's stupid for no reason. There is no direction. You barely know where you're going. There's no arrows on this bitch. When they say you, they say report to whatever, whatever area, the area might be three or four areas in advance. How the fuck I'm supposed to know when I'm going to get there? So I'm supposed to skip past two or three areas to get to one area? And then triple back? What? The the There's no way. There's no way I would have played this. Um. 2000, I was in uh, junior high school. There's no, oh my lord, I would have, boy, I would have broke this shit. Today, as a more understanding man, <laughs> as a more mature man, a person in general, I was fucking junior high, so I wasn't a man, a person in general, I can sit here and play this game and I can vent my frustration with the game because I know they meant it. To be that way because it was the year 2000. And I remember the games that was coming out in the year 2000. Especially computer games. It wasn't a lot of these motherfuckers. Because computer games really starting to like take that next little plateau up. They're already amazing games. Classic games. Um, I didn't play a lot of them. But I know of them now. I didn't play a lot of them back then. Because nigga we had. That was my first computer. We had one. And that bitch was just okay. Um, And this is dial up internet days too. So. You already know what it was. Um, so I think Diablo 2 is a good game. I'm going to I'm going to play it to its maximum uh, level and ability like I do all Diablos, but I'm not going to like it because it is dark as fuck. I, I, it, this is a fightable problem. That's how, that's how dark and that's how bad the the directional and the directional um I don't know this just the mapping and everything it's just bad it's just really bad it's really bad I really dislike that part uh other than that game has been it's been pretty good like I said we're not getting the games we wanted um but we are getting uh good to decent games in the meantime uh last night I played the uh battlefield twenty forty two E demo. <sighs> so I played it for like two hours. Right? I'm playing in a day. Played it for like two hours. It has a real. I'm here like 
Somebody's playing like uh fucking Chinese music. Dun, 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 dun. Like when you go in a Chinese market and you hit it. Dun, 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 banging that shit. I don't know who's who produced that. Um uh, Battlefield, it feels the gunplay, it feels like Battlefield, right? But the shooting feels like, damn, how do I explain a Battlefield? It feels like a little bit of a merger and mix between three and four, just as far as the gunplay and movement. The four, the movement is more like four, and the actual gun looks more like three, and and more like the uh, what's those uh, the uh, bad bad bloods. I didn't play those battlefields. My first battlefield was Battlefield Three. Um, but 24, not 2042, the Vietnam, all those type of battlefields, it plays like those battlefields. I played those battlefields after. Uh, it, it's slightly arcadey, uh, but the game looks very good. Uh, the map we were playing, they had a fucking tornado on the map. Uh, it goes around, you can actually get caught up in this tornado. So, I'm glad they've added uh, some level. Some some part of revolution back to it, some 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 excitement back to the maps, uh, because like I said, in 2014 when Battlefield 4 came out, they announced all this. Really, to me, the best, not gra- the best graphics in the best showcase of graphics I've ever seen in a shooting game. If if you've never seen an initial trailer, I'm sure there's a 4K trailer up. If back then it wasn't 4K, 14, I don't think it was. Um, but I'm sure if you find a 4K trailer of the Battlefield 4, uh, a 4K a picture of the, the Battlefield 4 trailer, a 4K video of the, the skyscraper dropping and uh, the, the two dams being blown up and one being blown up and actually flooding the map. Like the map, you can go on a ground level, but... Uh, and there's tall buildings around this thing like fucking, I don't know, Beirut. I don't know what it is. You can fight on the roof, but you can fight on the ground as well. You know what I mean? When you first start out, when it's a conquest game, A, B, C, D, and uh, I think it's just uh, four. No, it might be E, too. Um, you could take different routes. You could take your vehicle, uh, your, your car there. You could take a plane there to get to these different places. But when you flood the dam, okay. Some dock boats. All of a sudden, you could take a little fucking a little safety boat that was hanging around that was docked. You know what I mean? The entire map changes. And now you can only fight on the roofs. You can still swim if you want to. You want to take a long-ass swim from your base to their base to try to take a, a point? Uh, uh, from your base to the point? You can do that. Uh, but the, the, the quality of gameplay and the thought that went into that And even the the other damn map, when you blow it up, big giant chunks of rock blow up from the dam and like land on the street. It's very, it was all dramatic stuff. It was a map with an entire antenna blows up and collapses. Like these are not these are a breathtaking things that was in initial Battlefield Four and. They took it completely out. Hardline had none of that. Hardline wasn't even close to that. I, I understand it was made by a different uh, team. But you just gave us something completely different. 
Uh, what was the next Battlefield after that? Battlefield 1 was nothing like that. The dynamics of the game, the, the, the evolution, uh, the best thing about Battlefield 1 was operations. Getting a fucking four-hour match. Jesus Christ, we was in a match one time. I got that bitch at like 10. The, the match was over at 2. I said, Jesus Christ. So it's Battlefield 1 after that. I believe they did uh, Battlefield. Uh, it was another one after that. And then they did Battlefield 5. So, uh, And in Battlefield 5, there was there was no... There's barely any explosions. You couldn't even blow up a fucking building. I couldn't even blow up a building. I couldn't blow up a wall. Um, so they just add bits and pieces to that. I did get some C4 and throw it around random buildings because that's what I do to blow some shit up. Because in Battlefield 5, the only thing you kind of blow up was those little small houses uh, with two ways to get in. And it's just a room, basically. Not even a fucking house. Just a room with stairs. No place for a living room or nothing. I don't know who the fuck was living there. Like firehouses. But um, I did have a lot of fun playing it. Um, I don't have any like outright complaints. I'm trying to think of anything uh that I saw that was just, you know, really egregious. Uh they they really need to fix the uh, bring back the spotting system. I'm not sure why uh they thought that the spotting system in Battlefield 3 and 4 was bad. Maybe they thought it was too easy for us to be identified, but it's 64 on 64. What the fuck do you want everybody to do? Like, everybody can't be invisible. So, again, this is another battlefield. The fourth, fifth in a row where spotting is completely messed up. It's definitely not the same button. It definitely doesn't work the same way. And now you have to be a specific class uh, to spot people via a drone or, or something else, I believe. But the, the, the traditional spotting is still not back. And uh, I'm not sure why you would take that mechanism out when it's 64 on 64, man. Like, these games be like three hours, nigga. I want to see what some people are sometimes. I'm not trying to play three-hour games. Like, uh, uh, getting 100 kills or 80 kills is fun. Getting a lot of points is fun. Playing one game and loving up eight times or two times or however many fucking times you can do it, it's fun. I would rather not play three hours. Um, I thought the helicopter was fine. I thought the tanks was fine. I thought the the tanks were a little uh, they were easy to deal with, a lot easier to deal with. Um, even though they're still devastating, uh, of course they're fucking tanks, but they're a lot easier to deal with. Uh, I'm sure they will adjust the EMP that the drones can do. The sniper class, the recon class, can bring out some uh, bring out a drone. And I didn't really really get to explore. I'm not sure that drone can be a halfway UAV as well. Maybe it can be. Um, under it, it was like a uh, a circle that's a connection. Maybe if you put that drone over a building, they can spot people under the building. I, I didn't really get that piece. Um, but you can EMP uh, helicopters and tanks, right? So you just hold the trigger, the left trigger, in, and you uh, shoot the EMP. Well, it, it has to charge for a while. Uh, well, charge for a little bit, not a while, probably like four or five seconds. And it's it locked in, and you, and you hit it with the trigger, and uh, it'll it'll temporarily shut them down for like six seconds. They can move, they just can't shoot. If if it's a helicopter, uh, they'll be 
somewhat uncontrollable in the air. You can't shoot or anything, but you can kind of control yourself. But if you're in a bad spot, if you're in between trees, in between a building, you'll probably run into that shit. But if you're in an open place, you know, it won't, it, it's not on there long enough to where if you hide in the sky, it EMPs you and you just instantly drop into the ground. You know, your, your shit does recover, but it did look spammable, um, which I guess is another quality control issue because I didn't see many people we never see this many people trying to take out helicopters and things you know people just usually trying to fight a, a anti-defense turret and sit on it for the entire three hour duration with four kills and 72 points and just shoot at planes all day um but i don't think that's the way to go um i usually do carry around a rocket launcher with me because to me uh just like in call of duty i always just ran a gun and a, a rocket launcher because to me it's free points and really in the new call of duty uh people do it now because you could just put a a turn out for it, a sam turn out and just destroy them kill streaks instantly without you actually having to go out there with the rocket launcher have cold blood and uh have a class that has cold blood on it do that nobody ever did that um uh, but now everybody just has a kill streak to do it so excuse me get some water uh, so, so getting that all together is real fun. Like I said, uh, I only played about two hours, so my experience is not all the way there. But it was definitely good enough to where I knew I'll play again. Uh, for fact, I'll play again. Um, so, geez, yeah, I'm, I'm sitting there giving shit praise today. Oh, my God, I'm praising gaming, even though, again, these are not the right. Let's we, we keep it real. These are these are not the correct games. We're supposed to have big name games right now, not twenty fucking twenty one. That's why I haven't seen any, I haven't seen one gaming uh, promotion seminar, whatever these festivals events. I haven't seen one of them yet. I don't care. I don't care about fucking February and April. Of 2022, when systems came out in, like, I guess, September, October of 2020. I don't care about games a year and a half later. Also, Xbox. How does Xbox sell us a much better system for $100 less? I'm not complaining, but I am. Can anybody figure that out? Has anybody figured that out? How Xbox... Seem to figure out this Xbox Series uh, S, which is the white one, and it is dramatically better than the Xbox One. And I think it's a hundred, or maybe Xbox One would with the three ninety nine when they first dropped the two ninety nine. I think they could have been three ninety nine. These things are at least a hundred dollars cheaper um, than Xbox One, and I think it's a, a, a fantastic console. So, uh, if you can find anything, go. Get the Xbox. The PS5 is still very hard. Um, my search for PS5 is done. Uh, the PS5 is going to have to find me. And to be honest, there's not a lot of things I want to play on PlayStation right now besides Genshin Impact. Uh, that's the only reason I'm looking to uh, get a PS5. Uh, but I might just, now that we can transfer accounts to PC, I might just 
put it on PC and just say fuck the PlayStation uh, in general. Two reasons why I want to say fuck the PlayStation in general. Three reasons. One reason I already got the Xbox, and it's a lot cheaper and a lot easier to get, and it's on par with the PlayStation 5, right? Bam. Number two. Tenfold Hat Theory tells me that PlayStation and Sony has something to do with these consoles. I know about the chip stuff, cars, graphic cars. I know. Not buying it. Number three. Sony has been the, the side that has been holding up cross-play games, multiplayer games of a lot of different varieties. There are a lot of people who want to play a lot of games with their friends on other consoles. And Sony makes it extremely difficult. They're the one that's been holding this back for us to get cross-play after all this time anyway. Overwatch was out four years. Cross-play didn't come out to the game was already dead from the Sony side. So, um, like I said, at this point, the, the, the PlayStation is going to have to find me. Uh, I'm not too interested in, in anything that's coming out over there. And uh, it, it, it's probably looking like the PS Pro is going to be my first and only PlayStation because uh, I, I don't really like how they're moving. And uh, after the Nike shit, I'm I'm big tenfold hat. I'm, I'm going to keep it real. Ever since the Nike thing, there's no way that these consoles, I don't give if you knew how much I didn't care about the, the chip shit. Like, I know what's going on. I don't like it. I accept it, which is why I'm moving on, because I got the Xbox, which is just $300. The best console you've ever had, anybody's ever had, is like $200 cheaper, or $100 cheaper than the previous consoles we bought. The last three times. How did Bill Gates and family figure it out? We will find out soon. So, um, big shout out to, to everybody that's been that's been gaming hard. Um, I know a lot of y'all been been back in the Destiny. I know um, uh, Insurgency just dropped. If y'all into another uh, first person shooter, um, I know there's been a lot of free games uh, that's been dropping. Uh, free games has been pretty much our savior. Like I said, Genshin Impact. Uh, is the best game that I've played this year. I've played a lot of good games. Actually, it's probably the best game I've played in the last 10 years. Uh, yes, it is. It is the best game I've played in the last 10 years. I would say Genshin Impact would be in my top five games of all time. Um, that's how good it's been. And it is completely free. Um, anybody who's ever played Genshin Impact would absolutely know why it's so addictive. Uh, why so good? Why the combat is so good? So clean and so smooth. Um, the elementals, the mix-ups, putting in uh, the mix-up with characters, the five stars, the four stars, the different weapons, the different combinations. Everything doesn't have to be the same way. Uh, you can have traditional setups, or you can mix up whatever you want. It's just a lot of different things you can do. I think the co-op is very, very, very underrated. I, I, I can admit that I haven't experience the co-op and Genshin Impact as much as I like to. It's, it's because of on the PlayStation. Um there are much the 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 loading times in comparison between a PS Pro and a regular computer. Like the processing times, it's not even close. Like 
there is no loading screen. Like if I just buy um what are those uh I guess the computers that's the monitor is all hooked up into those, let me get a slightly upgraded one of those and it will play against an impact with no problem at all. Um but when you play it on the PS Pro, uh, I don't have really, you know, really any lag issues for its gameplay. But the load times are ridiculous, and I've seen load times on PS5 and and uh, PC, and it's instant. Whereas me on my PS Pro, what's the game dropped on? So what the fucking shit came out on? This dramatic uh, load time. Sometimes 7, 8, 12 seconds. Niggas is looking at me like I crashed. Like I'm I'm, I'm at the blue screen. Because of my load time. So um, that's the only complaint I have about Genshin Impact. Everything else has been uh, fantastic. I wanted to talk to y'all. Ooh, that was a long. Giving praise is just so. Should I do this more? No. That'll never happen again. I want to talk a little wrestling. Because I like talking to y'all about wrestling. Like I said before, it's my favorite sport. We talked about dark side of the ring. I why say it's favorite sport. It's not a sport. It's a con- It's. What does. I classify wrestling as a. Male soap opera. It is our I'm trying to think of an equivalent because it is the essence of wrestling, the simple part of wrestling. It's storylines that are played out through the wrestling, right? Somebody gets mad, somebody gets jumped. They figure it out through wrestling. Title one alliance competition. It's, it's it's mostly it's supposed to be about competitiveness in everybody's story or timeline or most people's stories or timeline to potentially get into the belt, whatever respective belt that they want to get to, and there are supposed to be storylines in place for those particular characters, depending on what part of the card they're going to be in. First match, middle match. And if you're the first match, it don't really mean anything. You be the first match because you be the best. You could be one of the best wrestlers uh, to make a hot match. You want to start the, 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 the show off hot. So you just put a, some two good guys in, two good girls in, and you just let them do their thing, right? What I don't get about wrestling these days, right? Because before, let's say, 98, 7, 6, 6. They didn't have all these writers, right? So, like, WWE, for instance, brings in entire... They have entire writing teams. They have blogging teams. They have... Not blogging teams. They have writing teams. Like, they get um, writers from all over, different different places, different styles. And to me, these are obviously not good writers, right? So, this has been... Uh, Rock and Stone Cold probably went out in, like, 03. Right, Cena had the helms up until them pretty much the entire time until like I guess 14, 15, actually after that too, until he left recently. Uh, 
But when you're a top guy like Cena, you really don't have to deal with any of the, the writing stuff. What I don't get about wrestling is that we've had, and I know, you know, people, let's say if y'all are over 25, right? When I was a kid, let's say in the 90s, there were good TV shows, right? And I can say this as a kid, and uh, I could be out of my place because maybe there were good shows on HBO and Showtime. We couldn't afford those shows, so I, I never heard of a lot of Um There's always been great TV shows, and there's always been great movies. But I think we can agree probably in the last 10, maybe 15, maybe 20 years. Let's go to the start of 2000. There probably have been more iconic television shows created than movies. I could be wrong about that. I can think of all the classic movies. I can think about Training Day. I can think about uh, Man on Fire. This is the first person pop up in my head quick. The Departed. Uh, Departed's my favorite movie of all time. So I can definitely think of extremely good movies. But the television shows, mostly through HBO, Showtime, different different places like that. Netflix has given us a lot. Uh, if it wasn't for extremely nasty man, Spacey, uh, we could still get House of Cards. House of Cards, season one. I've gone back and watched it because I just don't feel comfortable watching Nasty Man do anything. I can't even watch my favorite movies. Fuck, it's kind of so sad. I can't even watch none of this because of extra nasty man, Spacey. But... There have been The Sopranos, The Wire, uh, Breaking Bad, um, just The Shield, even free shows. Break, not Breaking Bad. Uh, uh, what's the zombie shows on any? Oh my God, Walking Dead. Uh, the first, let's say four, five, six, seven seasons, maybe three, four. This is iconic television. This is shit we've never seen before. We've seen plenty. Of zombie movies. We've seen plenty of zombie TV shows. We've seen plenty of everything zombie. We've never actually seen it put that way. Breaking Bad, we've never actually seen things put these ways. Like uh, Sopranos, we've seen a ton of gangster movies for years, 40 years. We've never seen a TV show really put this way. So we've been. Really lucky TV wise. Think dog. Think of Netflix. Everything that's been dropping. We we get so much that we just it just go over our head. But when we go back, you're like, damn, that's a good show. Damn, that was a good show. Damn, that's a good show. I would like to know where is WWE getting the writers from? Because we see stupid, goofy shit that's not. It's it's just not even good television. Water guns and uh, burning people alive and swamp fights and um, money in a bank fighting your way up the, the, the tall building. Um, this is this has nothing to do with like the simulation of combat, which is what it's supposed to be, right. And if you look at things like the UFC, right? The UFC promotes one thing, and that is fights. 
And the great thing about the UFC and MMA in general, and boxing doesn't get this because boxing pushed themselves a different way a long time ago, is that it doesn't matter who actually wins or loses. Like that's the that's the thing how wrestling used to be. They got a rock probably lost like a thousand matches. If you think about it, you know what I mean. You know how many times I see the rock get pedigree. If y'all remember the, the the hilarious little meme clip or whatever, when he's like, shut up, bitch, to Triple H. I'm going to show y'all the clip on YouTube. He got pedigreed damn near through the ring <laughs> right after that. Triple H gave this nigga one of the hardest pedigrees I've ever seen, ever, after the one of the funniest uh, little segments. With the, the whole moment was hilarious. Uh, I put it up. Uh, I put it up on Twitter, uh, but the whole segment was hilarious because Triple H was calling out. He was calling out somebody else. He wasn't even talking to the Rock. He was calling out somebody else, and the Rock came to the ring with a microphone. He wasn't even calling out Triple H. He was calling out Brock Lesnar. He was walking over to Brock Lesnar, and he felt like he wanted to come out and talk shit to Brock Lesnar, tell him come in the ring and fight. Watch Triple H was fighting in the ring. So right before that, the setup to shut up, bitch. Well, Triple H like, because huh. the Rock dog. I'm telling you, it's the funniest thing ever. The Rock just came out talking like Triple H in the ring. Come out, forgot who he was talking. About. He was talking to. But he was uh, he was talking out there forever. That's what I hate about Triple H. Triple H used to talk for like 10 minutes. Dog, we do not want to see you for 10, 12 minutes. Seven minutes be a long time. But he's calling somebody else out. Uh, and, uh, uh, trash man so loud. It sounded like a damn truck just flipped over. He's calling somebody else out. And The Rock just walks out, calls out Brock Lesnar. He's like, who do you think you are? And then he's like, oh, shut up, bitch. But I think I think since so much of the goofy comedy, the funny shit got over back in the day with the rock, with writers. Yeah, one writer in particular, but you know, they threw ideas off each other. I think that Vince McMahon in particular thinks that everybody can get over with those same stupid quirky lines that is never worked for anybody else. But what he doesn't realize is he does realize it, but he's forcing it because he forced everything. It's that only the rock can say some shit like that. Only the rock's finisher can just be a uh, elbow drop. Nigga, he's just walking up to you and hit you with an elbow drop and it's a one, two, three. Only the rock can have an, uh, a famous eyebrow. Only the Rockets. They said, "Know your role and shut your mouth." Smackdown Hotel. You you can't. Everybody can't do that. So I don't even know who they're actually writing for because they can't be writing for kids because there's a lot of sexual innuendo, over the top sexual in, in innuendo, even to this day. And this is the PG area era. It's the shitty era. There's a lot of innu- innuendo and that's just cringy and weird. Shouldn't be in, in wrestling. There are moments in that because it's a it's a champions warrior sport. So you know it's you know it's an age old type of 
stereotypical tale. You get the belt, you get the woman. So that's some of that. But not nah, that. Leading edge was fucking on stage. Uh, in the ring. They put a bed in the ring. They put a king size in the ring. Nice blankets. They look comfortable. It was fucking. So I'm not sure where uh, the WWE get their writers from, but they have been awful uh, for, for a very, very long time. And they have pushed me away from most of, most of wrestling. Um, but I think everybody can agree with me when I'm saying, like, you know, the, the, the amount of high quality, high quality television shows that we get, we like, I, I'm trying to think of a good TV shows back in the day. Like, I mean, I guess, I guess y'all niggas watch wings. I guess y'all watch that shit. I don't know. I, I didn't watch that shit. Like, uh, ER, I guess y'all, Greg's Anatomy, I guess House, I guess y'all watch stuff like that. I can't really do the, the hospital trauma stuff. Um, but I just think we, we've had a lot more iconic TV shows than movies. So I, I'm not really sure how WWE could be getting these writers to write dumb shit if we have actual good writing being done. By a lot of regular, uh, quote unquote, regular people like uh, what's this? Uh, the chick, uh, it's a Ray. Uh, she's writing shows out the shows, and they're they're catchy to a certain audience. Not me, but there's an audience that is very hip to it, very catchy. They, they're catching on everything that she writes. In the same way, that's similar, but at least it's similar with WWE, but at least. That writing actually emulates and simulates something that actually happens in the real world. That's what things are supposed to be about. It's simulated combat. Um. Yeah. <laughs> so we go. Uh, we're gonna actually. Actually, you know what? We're gonna talk about uh, Dark Side of the Ring. That's what I want to talk about. So the last Dark Side of the Ring was uh, about FMW. Jeez. I was about to say we're gonna move on to uh, a little food, a little burgerino talk. So, uh, if y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all have heard of Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, the last episode of Dark Side of the Ring was a plane ride from hell. I, I believe I talked about that a little bit in the last episode. Uh, plane ride from hell was horrific um, because you have grown men that were drunk. Put it like this: they were. They ran through six liquor carts before the fight even left. Let me repeat that. The wrestlers on the plane, they had a private uh, charter flight, but it was a big plane because there's a lot of them. And they went through six liquor carts before they even took off. That's how it starts. You can only imagine how it goes after that. So, this recent most episode, the most recent episode was about uh, Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling, FMW Wrestling. It was a, a blowy, uppy professional wrestling um, organization in Japan where they, their expertise 
was exploding ring matches and very, very violent um, uh, Japanese uh, type of brawls, just very violent Japanese wrestlers, right? A lot of brawls, uh, a lot of uh, barbed wire, a lot of chairs, uh, exploding rings, light bulbs, crazy shit. And it was uh, ran by a cat named uh, Atsushi? I know his last name was Onita. I forget his uh his first name. I think it's Atsusha right there. So uh he was always a wrestler. Um his his first couple gimmicks, I believe, did just didn't get over that much. Um and he started jumping to this into this and he found his own promotion. It was actually uh one of the first successful promotions of this style, you know, this deathmatch type of wrestling. We had ECW here, but ECW didn't have exploding rings. Um, they had a couple ball wire matches, uh, but not exploding ball wire ring, ball wire exploding ring matches. Like it, it wasn't that crazy. Uh, motherfuckers getting hit on the top of the head extremely hard. Um, but it's different between cut up and sliced up and getting set on fire and a lot of different things like that. One of the most famous stories is that after um, a, a match. Where uh, Onita just won. Uh, it was a, just a very popular match. You know, people were screaming, crying, and everything else. Very violent match uh, in Japan. And Japan is so crazy because if you watch MMA or boxing or anything competitive in Japan, they're extremely, extremely respectful. I know wrestling it can be a little different um, in, in moments. But they're extremely respectful. It's usually really quiet. When there are good moves, when people pull off good shit, you hear a unified clap. They really just show appreciation to what's going on. I'm not really sure uh, how you can look at a nigga. Uh, blow up. Literally. Uh, use small explosives and blow themselves up in the ring. With Bob Wire cutting themselves up. So one of the most famous stories after one of these matches, uh, Arita, uh, Onita rushes out of the arena and he's running on a, on a bridge. He's running outside. He's celebrating with the championship. People are there. They're running with him. And he jumps off a bridge into uh, a lake. And everybody's looking down at him and fucking excited. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just a crazy moment. Uh, he jumps into the fucking lake uh, with his belt. Everybody's celebrating with him. But it just so happens that this is not any lake. It is filled with sewage. So, with a body full of deep gashes and small cuts, bumps and bruises, he jumped into essentially sewage. Not essentially, it's sewage. Almost died. Um, obviously, when the like densest amount of shit and fecal matter and anything, this anything disgusting is all mixed into one in there. It's not just like you know, uh, just a piece of shit touching your hand. Uh, this was soaked into his bloodstream through open gashes and cuts. So he almost died. Uh, took him a long time to recover, but he did recover. And he came back. Uh, pretty much poisoning his entire body. Um, 
extensive blood work and blood transfers and all this good shit. So that uh, it, it, it just goes to show how uh, crazy it was uh, for him. And, you know, it, it, he was actually so popular. He actually became a fucking politician. Yes, they are as crazy as us. They make wrestlers politicians. Uh, just like we made a wrestler, a governor, and an actor. A governor, and an actor, a governor, and two actors. Presidents. But yeah, seeing people all over. Thank y'all for stopping by and listening. This episode, I think it was 98. I said 98 at the beginning, I believe. It sound right, boy. This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.